Good morning. My name is Chris Jenners. I'm the youth pastor for the church, and uh, I'm excited to be here this morning to, um, I'm not really teaching. Uh, somebody asked me earlier, they said, uh, hey, we heard you were teaching this morning. I said, I'm more like game show hosting. Uh, like behind this curtain over here, we've got this. Uh, this morning, you're going to hear from uh, four different leaders in the church uh, who are leading different teams uh, that are going out and, and carrying the name of Jesus around the world. Uh, some of it's local, some of it's um, you know, other parts of the country. Um, and uh, you're, we just wanted to give an opportunity to put them before you so you get to see who these leaders are, hear what's happening in the life of the church and that maybe you've heard rumors about or, um, but don't know a whole lot of details about or maybe you don't even know that we do these kinds of things. And uh, we just wanted to give an opportunity this morning to share those and uh, have them talk about it, share some pictures, and then uh, bring their teams up, and we're going to pray over them uh, as well. I remember seven years ago when I came to Great Oaks, one of the things that attracted me to this church was that we were uh, mission-minded. We were externally focused. Uh, the year that I came here was our 10th anniversary, and that year, I remember as, as I did research on the church, and because I interviewed you guys as much as you interviewed me, uh, we were doing 10 uh, big service projects to celebrate our 10th anniversary as a church, and that just, that just really appealed to me. That drew me to, to this church, among many other things. And over the last seven years, I've seen that, that passion for serving in the community and around the world has just continued to grow and expand. And uh, we've had missions trips and uh, special things. And we've, we've started not-for-profit organizations people in the church have. And we're in the process of that right now with another, another uh, uh, group of people. And uh, we've launched a community garden that provides fresh produce to, to a food pantry. We've partnered with other organizations. We've had uh, small groups that have gone out and, and done tremendous service for people in the community and individuals who just taken it upon themselves and said, hey, I'm going to go do this um, and make a difference. They didn't even wait for us as a church to organize anything. And, and that's just part of our ethos as a, a church, part of our DNA. And it's something I love about us. And as I look in Scripture, I see a, a few passages that stand out to me that kind of speak to that. Um, we always talk about there's two kind of core verses for us as a church. And this is nothing new. You go to most Christian churches around the, the world and you'll hear these same verses. But uh, Matthew 28 and Matthew 22, uh, Jesus says some words that really convict and inspire and challenge us. But particularly Matthew 28 this morning. Jesus says these words, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And uh, that's called the Great Commission. And uh, that's really what we're doing this morning. We're, we're commissioning teams of people to go out and carry the name of Jesus. Uh, if you've been through our first step class, which is our, our introduction to Great Oaks, uh, you've heard Pastor Bill, our lead pastor, talk about our Neighbors and Nations programs, which is this whole thing we're talking about this morning. And the core verse that he references in that class is Acts chapter 1, verse 8. I was about to fall over there. Um, it's good center of balance there. That would have been funny, to fall off the stage. Like, how do you recover from that? I think, I, I don't know. And you just brush yourself off. Um, Acts 1.8, Jesus says, You'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem and, and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And we see the early church, uh, think of Acts 13, where uh, they're getting ready to send off uh, Paul and Barnabas into ministry. And uh, they've been praying and fasting and worshiping the Lord, and they pray over them, and, and then they send them off on their journey. And that's really what we're going to do here this morning. 
Uh, so I want to introduce, uh, to bring up our first leader is Mike Hazelbush. Uh, he and his wife Tina lead our Basque program, and uh, he's going to tell you a little bit more about that. Welcome him onto stage, please. Well, good morning. I'm Mike Hazelbush. As Chris said, my wife Tina and I lead the Basque ministry program. I've got about an hour's worth of material prepared, so sit back and relax. Don't worry about lunch. You won't need it today. Um, so I'm really thankful to be here and talk to you about this, to give you a little update on the Basque program and uh, commission our, our families. If you don't know who the Basque are, it's a people group in the northwest corner of Spain, right, bordering on France, and that is the last unreached people group in Western Europe. Um, a very industrious people, great fun, but the way we're reaching them is through students. Every summer, students come to the United States, some here in the center of the United States, some out west. We've got five coming this summer. And uh, what is really cool, they arrive here the 30th of June, stay here a month, and stay with host families. And Chris mentioned the uh, Bible verse, uh, go and make disciples, and we change that a little bit. We don't go, they come. And when they come here, what is really exciting, since they're here and immersed in Germantown Hills and Washington, so and so and so, they see all of you. And all of you are what they see as Christ. Through you, they see Christ. And the way they do that, they say, this whole big group of people. And back in Basque country, they have small groups. They've got their close family, and they've got their close friends. And those are the people they hang around with, and those are the people that they do things for and get things from. It absolutely astounds them when they come here and they see what we do at Great Oaks, and they see a family. And they want to know what is going on, and who's this guy called Jesus? So everything you do everything you're doing, they see it, and it provides witness, and it helps bring them a little closer to Christ and ask a few more questions. We uh, also have a lot of fun here, and that's really important because their view of church, there are no Basque churches, is the cathedrals, very stoic, very different than this. And when they come here and they see all the funny things we do and a lot of fun, that also gets them to open up and think maybe this could be something interesting. We've got some new missionaries going next year to Basque Country. Their last name is the Coons. If you don't recognize that name, Jason leads Miracle Camp. And this is really, really exciting because here's a couple that gets student ministry. Basque Country has absolutely no idea what's coming. There's also another young couple over there named the Bakers, and we know them well. Another couple that gets student ministry already has a Bible study group of Bass students who've come to the States and gone back. And getting those two couples there and the support from us and other congregations, we really are going to reach our vision of planting a Basque-speaking evangelical Christian church. And I can't tell you how exciting that is. Let's see what else have I got here. Da -da 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 -da. Families are hosting this summer. The students arrived 30th of June. We've got five families. If you guys could come up here now, I'd appreciate it. We're short a couple. We had some uh, conflicts. I think we're short two families now, but that's okay. I want you all to pray and think about these families this whole summer when they're here because they'll be on the front line. Pray for health. Pray for joy as they're meeting these students, some of them for the first time. And also pray that uh, as these challenging questions arise, which they will from these students who are, who are absolutely not believers, that the Lord will help guide them and give them the answers they need and the love they need to help lead these, these students one step closer to Christ. And before I pray, before I forget, if you would like to serve... There's a table out there for meal signups. These folks are heavily, uh, 
they're all on stage for 30 days, these students here, if you could provide a meal one night, that'd be awesome. I forgot to say that first service, so. I'm gonna pray now, so bow our heads. Dear Lord, thank you so much for, uh, for bringing the Bass students here to Great Oaks. Thanks for Great Oaks Church supporting them, these families especially that are here, welcoming these students into their homes and treating them like children of their own. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Mike. I gotta be careful. Uh, we might be recruiting Mike for our prayers. They're like, boom, effective. See, he didn't go to seminary, so he doesn't know that you're supposed to pray long and elaborately with big words and emotion and all that. It's like, that's an engineer praying for you. God, you're God. We're not. Amen. There we go. I want to talk to you about middle school. Um, I, I work with middle school through college, and last year we did our first ever uh, middle school missions trip. Uh, I've never done one of these in all my years of student ministry. Um, I, I didn't know if I was going to be able to stand middle schoolers that much for a week in some other state. And uh, so I've always reserved it for high schoolers. And so we, we, we just kind of felt like God was leading us to do this middle school thing last year. And so we, we moved forward with it. We obeyed and we put this team together. And uh, last year we took seventh and eighth graders to Kentucky and uh, we stayed in a resale shop and uh, slept on air mattresses and cots. And some people had air conditioning, some didn't. And it was just our team of like 25 people and some uh, Leader Trex uh, staff members. And uh, it was an incredible week of, of hard work, uh, labor, working on a guy's house. We did a vacation Bible school program and lots of leadership and discipleship training uh, that took place. And uh, I, I didn't tell the kids this last year, but it was an experiment. And if they blew it last year, we weren't doing it again. And they just did an incredible job. Uh, it was one of my favorite experiences um, of last year was to take these 7th and 8th graders and, and grow with them, walk alongside them. And uh, the way that we do missions trips is we actually meet uh, for about nine months. Uh, we start in the fall. We put a team together. We have regular team meetings that are required to do a, read a book, and we, we talk through it as they grow as disciples of Jesus. And we do service projects because if you're not going to serve locally, I don't want to take you out of state or out of the, out of the country somewhere. And uh, so we do service projects. We do fundraisers. And this is a nine-month commitment that these students um, and my adult leaders uh, make. And for those students who went last year, I wanted to give them a different experience this year. And so uh, this year, we're, we partnered with a different organization. We're going to be staying on a college campus in Cincinnati, Xavier University. Uh, so we'll be sleeping in dorms, air-conditioned. Uh, the cafeteria is cooking all of our food for us. We don't have to cook our food. And uh, we're there with 400 other middle schoolers and high schoolers. And so every morning and every night is all 400-plus and all the leaders getting together to worship and hear from some incredible teachers. And during the daytime, we're going to go out to a community called Madisonville, and we're going to partner with this organization called Weeds and Seeds, and it's a, a community restoration program that's gaining national recognition, and uh, we're going to go invest three or four days with them and serve and do all sorts of different projects uh, alongside that organization, and I'm really looking forward to this team. We've been working hard. Um, it, it's just been an incredible blessing uh, this last nine months to work with this team of people, and so I'm going to invite them to come forward, and uh, again, we've got part of the team here, part of the team most of the team was here first service. Uh, part of the team's here now, but go ahead and come on up and stand up here right in front, and um, we'll uh, we'll pray over you guys. As they're all coming up. I did it last service, Hannah, so I got to do it again. Today is Hannah's thirteenth birthday, so can you guys just give her happy birthday? 
Her dad wanted us to sing, but I don't think I'm going to do that to Hannah. So <laughs> Nate's back there. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll sing to her later, Nate. All right. Um, so if you bow your heads, let's pray for this team of, of students. Um, by the way, before I start praying, sorry, raise your eyes. Um, sorry. I forgot to say this. We leave a week from tomorrow. Um, so our, this whole team loads up um, on Monday, and uh, we come back on, on that Saturday after that. So let's pray now. Father, it's, a, it's an incredible privilege uh, to serve you, to be your hands and feet. And Lord, I pray that as these uh, middle school students and adult leaders who have been working together already for nine months, as we go out for the, the final experience together, uh, that we would go with as much energy and enthusiasm as when we started. Father, we recognize the, the incredible opportunity we have to, to bear the name of Jesus uh, to a city, to a community that may not know you. Father, I think of the words in um, Isaiah uh, when he talks about being rebuilders of walls. And, and that's what we're going to do. Father, we're going to go and serve and we're going we're to grow in that capacity. But I know that, Lord, you're going to do incredible things in us as individuals and that we're going to come back uh, changed uh, students and adults. And so, Father, I just invite you to, to wreck our lives uh, that week as we travel together, as we serve. And, Father, we just know that you're going to show up, and we just, we just pray that, that our eyes and our ears would be open to your spirit leading us and, and challenging us to grow deeper in our faith with you. Father, thanks for the leaders who have poured into these students these last nine months, and thanks for the students and their willingness to, to be poured into. Um, Father, may we continue to take our next steps towards you. We pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Round of applause for these guys. Thank you. Next is Bill Trout. Bill's going to come up. Uh, pastor Dan Baker, which, by the way, is not the Baker family that Mike was talking about. Our children's pastor is not moving to Bass Country. So just in case you're concerned about that. Um, Dan and his, wife and his family are on vacation. And so Bill is going to step in and, and talk about cross-training. Good morning. not meant to stand up, I guess. Um, how many of you remember as a kid going to VBS where you would uh, do the, the projects where you would take a, and have macaroni and you would glue it to the paper in a nice, how many, raise your hands, be honest. I, I've been there. Okay, how many of you remember the games where you would go out and you would play like Red Rover or Kickball or uh, Duck Duck Goose? Yeah, all those. Well, you know, we are a sports-crazed society. We have all kinds of activities where people, you know, I mean, soccer and football and baseball and basketball, and you could name a sport where kids could play year-round, okay, and it's gotten that way. One of the things that Great Oaks has um, focused on, and we, we were trying to figure this out earlier, we think it's been about nine years now. We were counting the shirts that we have, and uh, I've got my lovely models up here who are, uh, they've got their, a few of the different colors on, and they all have something, go ahead and turn around, you know, they all have the logo and everything like that, and some of you have helped out in the past, so thank you models, you guys can go ahead and sit down now. This year cross training runs from the 14th through the 18th of July, and it's uh, from 6.30 in the evening until 8, 8.15, 8.30 by the time the kids finally get out of here. It is open to kids who have finished kindergarten through fifth grade. Um, in the past, we've had, oh goodness, um, over 100 kids who've come on a night easy. So because of that, we are still looking for volunteers. Uh, it does take 
uh, between the team leaders, the people who are running the sports, um, just the group helpers who are here. We'll have over a hundred people who are involved, everything from serving snacks to, to doing all the different sports. Now this year we're doing football, soccer, basketball, and the one that the kids seem to enjoy, which we weren't sure in the beginning, was track and field because everybody loves to jump on that big fluffy high jump pit that we are able to borrow from uh, Metamore Grade School and, and which actually ties right into what our theme is for this year which is jump. They're going to have four different stories throughout the, the week that will talk about how people got excited uh, about the message that Jesus was talking about. So, <clears throat> excuse me, if you are interested in your bulletin, and that's why I don't think my thing would stand up, on the bulletin there is the part right here where it tells you if you're tech savvy you can go online and send Dan an email. If you're not tech savvy, we did put a pad of paper out at the uh, welcome table up front. Okay, I know. I Because here's me. I would say yes, I'll sign up for that. Well, wait. I don't even have a phone. I don't even have my phone, which is not a smartphone. So I'd have to go home and send an email from home. So while I'm here, go ahead and sign up like that if that's one of the things that you're doing. We have a lot of kids who come to cross-training who not, do not attend our church. And it is our way, as, as Chris talked about, that we are reaching out to our community, where we are inviting kids. And out at the front area, there are sign-up papers. And as I said, kids, any, we take them to our neighborhood. And we have kids who come from our neighborhood who do not attend Great Oaks regularly, but they come to cross-training. And it's a great way it's a great way for us to share the love of Jesus Christ with them, that they know that we care about them, and that gives us an opportunity to pour into their lives. So if you have already signed up to be a volunteer this year, please go ahead and stand up and come on down front. I know there are people here. Please don't be bashful. Come on down here. Come on. Come on. I know you're not bashful, Chloe. Get in here. Okay. You guys can get up down there too. All right. If you are interested, we still have spots available. We'd love to have you because the more the merrier. It gives you an opportunity to get to know the kids, to pour into their lives, that they will uh, hopefully see, as, as they were talking about, Mike was talking about with the Basque Country, that church is more than just a building people come to. It's the people it's the relationships that we build. So with that, let me pray for them. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you for this group of people who have already volunteered. And Father, we know that there are people that you're stirring their hearts right now and saying, I'd like to be a part of that. Help them to realize that it's about serving, that we serve others, that, that you want us to reach out to them, to plant a seed, to be that light. As, as we prepare for this the time of cross-training. Help us to pray for the kids in our neighborhood. Help us to encourage them to come, that we pray for safety for all the kids who participate, and, and that, that we show the joy and the passion that you have for us, that you want us to love on them the way that you love us. Thank you again for these people. We just ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, guys. Now, by the way, Earlier, the first service, I said I was going to hand off to Scott, and it's actually Josh. So, Josh is next. 
Josh is next. But before Josh comes up, um, I want to just kind of talk a little bit about our partnership. Josh is employed full-time with an organization called Youth for Christ. It's an organization that uh, is internationally based. Um, Peoria has a very strong uh, Youth for Christ um, group in multiple high schools um, around the greater Peoria area. Uh, it is one of the, the organizations we support as a church financially. So when you uh, give your tithes and your offerings to the church, a portion of that goes to Josh and the ministry at Metamora High School uh, through Youth for Christ. And uh, Josh and I partner together heavily in high school ministry, uh, which causes confusion among students. Uh, he runs a program on Monday nights called uh, Campus Life, and uh, that's on the high school campus. And I run a program on Thursday nights called Culture Shift. And But then all of our special events and, and all of our, our missions trips and all these things are, are shared. So students will come up, especially incoming freshmen, they'll be like, like, okay, so do I talk to Josh about this or you about this? And I go, well, it depends on what it is. What is it? And they tell me, I'm like, yes, either one. And like, okay. And then the next time they ask, well, do I talk to Josh or you about this? I'm like, what is it? They tell me, I'm like, oh, that's totally Josh. Like, don't talk to me about that. I got nothing to do with that. Um, this missions trip that Josh is going to come up and talk to you about, um, we're, like I said, we partner together. And so he is running uh, the high school missions trip uh, for us. And so uh, would you please welcome Josh Frederick as he comes up and talks about our high school missions trip. How you guys doing? That's good. Um, so I'll get right to what we're doing. Um, this year, we're doing a little bit of a different mission trip than we've done in years past. Um, I'll give you the history of the last three years. Uh, last year, we went to Guatemala. Um, and the year before that, we went on a 2,000-mile uh, road trip in RVs um, across uh, several states uh, doing service projects in different places. And the year before that was a Honduras trip. Um, this year, um, we're going to do something a little bit different because we've been doing a domestic trip or international or foreign trip and then domestic trip, trying to uh, um, stagger those different, uh, the trips that way. Um, this year, since it was a domestic trip, we decided that we were going to uh, do something a little bit different. And it was all by uh, God's leading, actually, because as Chris and I were sitting down and talking about different options for a mission trip this year, neither of us were very excited about anything. Um, there was no option that came up where we were like, yeah, let's do that. That sounds good. I didn't have any feeling in my spirit that we had landed on what it was that God had for us until um, we had a discussion about um, doing something locally, locally. Um, and so the trip that we're going to be taking this year is to a mobile home community that is six miles down the road, actually less than that from here, but it's off of Hickory Point Road just past uh, the uh, Girl Scout camp down there. And we're going to be spending the, uh, the week of July 7th through 11th in their community just serving them, um, just helping around uh, with people's maintenance of homes, with the uh, redoing their whole playground there, repainting the office. Um, and uh, we're going to try to do some different programs and things to involve the, the kids in the community for um, either a, my, uh, like a mini VBS program or we're going to be doing um, a big block party um, for the uh, community after we get the, the playground and the basketball court and all that stuff finished. So those are kind of the scope of what we're going to be doing. But here's the why we're going to be doing that. Um, it's really easy to look ahead um, for when you're going to do something like a camp or a mission trip or something like that. And when someone says, hey, we're going to Guatemala, people's calendars clear pretty quick um, when you go to a foreign country. When you go six miles down the road, people's calendars don't clear that quick. They're like, oh, well, I don't know. Maybe. We could probably do that. And 
the reason we're doing this is because we want to instill in the hearts of ourselves and in students um, at this age that uh, you don't have to go really far away to serve the Lord. Um, sometimes you do go really far away to serve the Lord, but you don't have to. Um, and don't um, we want them to walk away from high school with this idea that um, your neighbor could be somebody um, that's literally your actual neighbor. Um, because the Bible tells us that we need to love the Lord our God with all our heart, our soul, and mind, and strength, and to love our neighbor as ourselves. And there was one wise guy in the Bible that was like, hey, so who's my neighbor? And Jesus is like, well, there's a guy walking down the road, and there was somebody laying on the road that had been robbed. And he's like, oh, okay. Um, and we want to instill in students and in ourselves that this idea of just serving where you're at, serving in the stride of life, and not just feeling like it has to be an event or going somewhere really far away um, to serve the Lord. Um, and this is partially because working with high schoolers, you get these experiences where you go on a trip, you go on a mission trip or whatever, and this happened to me, this was me, some when I was in high school, I'd go on a mission trip and I'd come home and I was super tired, right? I was totally worn out from the mission trip and then like day two after I was home, my parents were like, hey, we got some yard work and things to do. And I'm like, oh, I'm so tired from serving Jesus. I don't have time for this. It's like, come on. It was like, take the garbage out. But like, oh, but I've been suffering for the name of Christ. Can't you take the garbage out for crying out loud? You know, like that, you know, that was like the the selfish, self-seeking heart in in me. And we, we do this. I did this because sometimes we treat home, our neighborhood, where we live, is me space. Um, This is where I serve my needs. This is where I take care of myself. This is where I go um, to be self-absorbed and self-seeking, and this is is about me. And we step outside of our, and, you know, I still do this sometimes. I'll walk outside, and I'll see an opportunity. (laughs) I'll walk literally outside my house, and I'll see an opportunity that God provides, and I'm like, I just want to run back inside because I'm like, no, no, I want to, I want to be focused on me right now. Um, and we just get, we, we do this and we want students to walk away with this idea. Um, and that's why we're doing this trip that to call yourself a follower of Jesus Christ and to be a Christian is to do that all the time. You, you don't get to come home and say, God, I reserve this place for me. You don't get to go to work and say, God, this is me space. You don't get to, you know, walk through your neighborhood and say, God, this is me space. You don't get to go to the grocery store and say, God, this is me space. As a follower of Jesus Christ, he's got everything. Um, And sometimes we don't do that with mission trips, and we communicate the wrong idea that uh, you have to go somewhere and make an event out of it and travel far away to some people that you do not know um, to be able to effectively serve the Lord. And we don't think that's true. And so that uh, this year, we're really excited about this opportunity to be serving our actual physical neighbors, people that you'll see in the Dollar General, people that you'll see um, at Michael's when you go there to get spaghetti because somebody forgot to cook. I mean, it, it happens. I know. I walk into Michael's sometimes for a meeting, and the family feast is just like, I mean, there's just bags of it going out the door with high school students. I'm like, what? what? And they're like, mom's not home. Gotcha. Okay, I understand. Um, so I'm going to call the team up here. Um, but this is most of the team. There's a few students that weren't able to make it. You guys can come stand in the 
general vicinity in front of us. Uh, we have 16, or actually, well, it was 16, 16 uh, um, students and adults that are going to be participating in this trip. Where we're going to be staying is there is an RV and campground uh, down by... Uh, off of Upper Spring Bay Road, and we're going to be staying in campers and tents. Um, there are bathroom facilities and all that down there. And we're going to be staying down there as a team. The cool thing was we had 16 this at first service, but after first service, um, there was another student that came up and asked if uh, she could sign up too. And I said, absolutely not. No, you cannot, because uh, there's deadlines for serving Jesus and you missed it. Um, uh, no, I'm kidding. I told her, yes, uh, give me your email and I'll send you the application and all that. So if you're in the room right now and you're like, I really want to be on a mission trip and this seems like a cool opportunity, we would love to have you. Um, and so you can come and talk to me afterwards. Um, and if, if you're wondering, uh, eighth graders or incoming freshmen are welcome on the trip as well. We have two uh, incoming freshmen that aren't, weren't able to be here this morning that are going to be coming on the trip. So these students are representative of part of our team, and we're super excited to be doing what we're going to be doing uh, this uh, week of July 7th through 11th. And here's a way that you guys can help these guys right here and help the trip as a whole. We're going to be doing a rummage sale on uh, June 20th and 21st. And it's going to be in Metamora um, in the parking lot of New Hope Church over there because it's during Old Settlers days. So there should be a whole bunch of people. So we should be able to sell a whole bunch of stuff. So if you'd like to help us out by donating your stuff that we could sell, that would be super awesome because these guys are going to be manning that rummage sale and haggling with people. Um, we were toying with the idea of not putting any prices on anything and just negotiating for absolutely everything. But I don't think we'll probably do that. But here's the thing. If you're going to donate items to us, donate stuff that we can sell. Okay? Uh, no cassette tapes. No VHSs. Okay? Um, we had last year, there was a fundraiser for like an online auction that Peoria YFC was doing. And it was like, hey, donate new items that we can sell on an online auction for a fundraiser. And a man, to me, remained unnamed, because I actually didn't even know what his name was. He came to our office with a box full of really old knit quilts that smelled like cat pee. <laughs> Nastiest old cat quilts ever. And he, like, brings me, like, hey, just brought something by for your online auction. You know, hope you can. We're like, yeah, oh, oh Wow. And I don't know what happened to him. Like, they sat in the one, like, the intern room for, like, two weeks until somebody finally, like, threw him away. But please give us things that we can sell. Um, we don't want your junk um, because then I have to, like, spend, like, three days afterwards, like, doing, like, drive around to different church dumpsters. And because I don't want to pay to dump the stuff, but I also don't want to fill up an entire dumpster. So you kind of have to, like, stop at different ones and drop a little bit off in each one as you go. So don't, I don't want a lot of dumpster runs. So give us nice things if you're going to give us stuff at all. That'd be, that'd be fantastic. If you don't want to give us stuff, then you could always just give us money. That helps, too. Um, and, uh, yeah, so these guys would appreciate that um, because uh, the amount of money that we raise in the fundraisers determines the scope of the projects that we can do um, during this week. So we appreciate the partnership that uh, Youth for Christ has with this church, and we also just love the fact that we get to partner in things like mission trips, and we get to see the unity in the body of Christ um, as we serve uh, together um, the community in our area. So I'm going to pray for these guys. 
And uh, as you guys are considering um, this trip that we're going on, here's some things you can pray for. Um, our heart for this trip is that we want to share the love of Christ in a non-pretentious way. Um, this is not charity. This is not us being the savior of someone and leaning down to help them up. Um, this is us just loving our neighbors as ourselves. And so as you pray for us, uh, just pray that that's the way that it'll come off. Um, that people will just be like, you know, there's something to this Jesus guy. Um, and if, if there's anything that happens on this trip where we come off as pretentious Christians that are there to help other people because they need us, then my sincere hope is that God will put a stop to the trip immediately and something will happen and we'll all get sent home, uh, myself included, because that's not what we want to put on the name of Jesus. We want people to know that there's a loving God who cares deeply for them and that we are just sharing the love of Christ and that the stuff that we do for them is just us sharing God's stuff because it's all his anyways. It's not ours. Um, so pray for us in that way that the heart of this trip will come through with the folks that we're just spending time with and serving in their community. So I'm going to pray for these guys. Lord, thank you for each uh, one of these team members, Lord, uh, these, these students uh, that have decided that they're going to take this week um, out of their uh, summer to serve their actual physical neighbors. And we pray, Lord, that as we approach this week and as we prepare for it, Lord, that you would just open the, the appropriate doors and show us which ones we should walk through and which ones we should walk away from. And that uh, you would be just preparing our hearts um, to be humble servants of you um, and to be humble servants in an appropriate way, um, not in a pretentious way, not in a conceited and self-seeking way of, oh, look how lowly and awesome we are because we're serving the Lord and blah, blah, blah. We don't want that in any way. And I pray that uh, you would just convict us of any of that that may be in our hearts and that you would prepare the way before us to make the name of Jesus great in the community of Metamore. Um, because as a follower of Jesus Christ, that is what we should be doing. And I pray your blessing over these students and for our efforts um, to raise money um, to be able to pour into this community. And I thank you for this day and for this church um, that has been an awesome partner of ours. In your name, amen. I didn't say this first service, but God just kind of laid it on my heart. Um, you guys pay me. A salary. Thank you very much. I like that. Um, it just helps, you know, feed, clothe, house, my family, all that good stuff. Um, Josh and his family and all the YFC staff, they raise their funds. Um, and so if you are not uh, partnering with Youth for Christ, I would encourage and challenge you to begin to support uh, YFC. And um, you can call up the YFC offices. They can explain how all that works. But uh, it's an incredible organization to support. And our students and our community um, are blessed tremendously from Youth for Christ. And so I just, I, I just want to put that out there. Um, it wasn't planned, but um, I would love to, you know, clothe and feed and house Josh and his family as well. So um, Josh is like, yeah, that'd be great. So um, I love partnering with Josh. I love the, the, the uh, like he said, the unity that we have, that we demonstrate to the community, that uh, it's not about one church or one organization, but it's about the name of Christ. And as the band comes out to play, um, I just want to echo something that Josh said, that there really is, if you bear the name of Christ, if you, you call yourself a Christian, a follower of Christ, uh, there really is no me space. Everywhere we go is Jesus' space. 
everywhere we go is an opportunity to, to introduce Jesus into that moment, whether it be with our spouses, our children, our neighbors, our schools, our workplaces, um, when you're on vacation, uh, when you're traveling around the world, wherever, whatever you're doing, uh, realize that you go as an ambassador of Jesus, that you bear the name of Christ, and that we're called as followers of Christ to bring heaven down to earth to make this world, to partner with God, to redeem and restore this world to the way that he wants it to be. It's never about us. It's always about Jesus. And so as the band sings, leads us in song one more time, I would just encourage you to think about that as we stand right now and sing. <laughs>